Coming up on today's show, it's all things Gamescom, as we discuss the very best from Opening Night Live. Why were Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg cast for those two characters? I don't know. Why? Why? <laughs> Why? It's so weird. Why? I literally backtracked Nolan North, and you know he was on the beach, right? That was fucking cool, how Nolan North was on the beach. Yeah. Be yeah, like, yeah, that yeah. happened to me the once. small cameo. That was fucking great. That was great. So Nolan North, the actual actor was 37 or no he was is he 37 yeah he was 37 when the first game came out and the guy who plays sully in the games was 50 was like 62 or some shit like it's it, i don't know it just to me wasn't it, believable it, yeah like, it's, did you watch it, till the like, very very end by the way did you watch yes, like the after credits yes <laughs> we're gonna see more of this shit and i'm just like i'm just like guys like with the fucking must with the dirt stash i'm like I get it. I think they were they were going for prequel vibes. Yeah, it's just he's just too young, and he just didn't embody Nathan Drake. You know, he just like he yeah, he's Spider Man, and Tom Holland will be able to break away from being Peter Parker eventually, but like too soon, and not enough Nathan Drake infused into him. He was just no. kind of like a an he's average just like a little Joe. Bitch. Yeah. And like, why why is Mark Wahlberg a Boston cop no matter what? Why is that a thing? <laughs> like, just. Just being the same, like, douchey vibe he always is. Oh, fuck. Uh, well, at least you watched it. Now you know. There's no guessing anymore, right? But uh, we got some shit to get to because yeah. it was Gamescom. So let's get to Dude. it, all right? <sighs> yeah. Let's let's that. roll the intro, as they say. Welcome back, everybody, to the Pixel Candy Podcast, our weekly gaming podcast, updating you all on the latest in video game news, trends, new releases, and pretty much all things nerdy. I'm your host, Alan Sensich, here with my co-host, back again, my brother, the controller snapping Sinchacho. What's going on, dude? Well, a lot, because like we said, today is our Gamescom review of Opening Night Live, which was actually super exciting. I'm fucking pumped to go over. Not everything. I put down a list of all the stuff I want to touch on, if there's anything on here that you, yeah. you know, that, that's not on the list, please speak up. For sure. But before we get there, just quickly, what have you been playing this week? Before we get there, can we just talk about them taking the abbreviation of ONL? <laughs> what, what was that or from? The, the at opening night live. They kept calling it ONL. I'm like, could we not? Let's not do that. Oh, sorry. I thought you don't said that, that in a way. I thought you meant like they stole it from something established. No. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. No, it's just like, <laughs> here's what I don't understand. Jeff Keighley is doing such a great job of being like the correspondent. He's like the video game guy. If there's going to be an announcement, Keighley is making himself the dude that's going to drop it on all of us, which I appreciate because E3 can't seem to figure it out. But like it's opening night live and then there's just a bunch of like online showcases. I just I feel like there's a lack of thread connecting everything. Are you and talking about Gamescom? Jeff's trying. I'm talking about Gamescom. I'm talking about Summer Game Fest. I'm talking about Game Awards. It just, it's always like, here, we're going to do this thing, this showcase, and it's an opening night live. Opening night of what? What is the event? What else is happening? Where else, else is the content? Like, it doesn't... Well, get, to me, it's just like there needs to be more threaded because there's more showcases. I know there is, but I don't... Like, it doesn't even get that... No, no. Okay, hang on, far, hang on. You know so, I, mean? I think Gamescom, I think you're confusing with, like, E3 because they are not the same thing. Um, I know. Gamescom's E3 like a European 
E3 is like, here's the showcase from this brand. Here's, you know, back in the day, it was like the Nintendo, PlayStation, Microsoft. Um, He took the opportunity to change Gamescom and add on what he is basically doing as a mini E3. This is new the last couple years. Oh, okay. This isn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this isn't something he's always done. This isn't something that Gamescom has always had. Like you said, he is the guy that's making all of this happen. He started the Game Awards. He took over yeah. E3 with Summer Games Fest. And to answer your question there, it's kind of a disaster because they're figuring it out. Uh, the showcase yeah. ran over like two weeks of whoever wants to put their shit here will put the branding <laughs> yeah. of Summer Games Fest over it. So it's kind of one block right. of marketing. Um, but Gamescom, I thought was very fascinating because of... ONL and honestly I think that's just marketing again opening night live I I don't think probably has the best ring to it so if they can really get ONL to take off maybe I don't know but the fact that he has now really refined because I don't know how many years he's been doing it now it's been a few Um, but dude it, it was smooth as hell he's really got this shit like figured out where like they ran through trailer after trailer. They don't linger too much on once a trailer finishes and, you know, doing the post interview with so-and-so because back in E3 days, oh my God, man, nothing would kill the hype more than the most amazing trailer you've ever seen. And literally 10 minutes of someone explaining it without showing you footage. <laughs> so <clears throat> yeah. O and L. Um, I think it's just a marketing thing that they're calling it that now. But uh, it's really his opportunity to be like, let's g- keep the hype going year round. Because now we got Summer Games Fest. Mm. We got Gamescom. We got, dude, he just announced today, uh, December 9th, I believe. I might be wrong. Is going to be Game Awards 2022. Um, so we obviously have between like January and basically June, that dry period. Who knows? The fucker might show up in March with like Maybe. a whole new showcase. <laughs> Spring and an, Game Fest. <laughs> an, and now you're seeing in all three of these big events throughout the year that he does, there's always that, well, I guess, sorry, Video Games Awards is the, the whole show. But with Summer Games Fest and Gamescom, he now has this one day that is purely dedicated to the E3 format we all know and has since been destroyed because e3's demolished it's it is not a thing anymore so he's really taken the moniker of being like okay i'm the guy we're keeping this shit alive because people love it and i think he's trying to divvy it up between a few different things you know he i yeah and i would i would also say like it is a bit of a mess and maybe that's what i'm feeling it's just not very succinct however i admire because i know it's him because we talked about did we talk about this on air when he emailed me back like directly, yeah. <laughs> like the the fact that this guy does so much of the heavy lifting himself. Full respect to that, and the fact that the fact that there's like these crazy global announcements that are nowhere else except his showcases is insane. Yeah, the the new PlayStation Edge controller being announced at Gamescom is is crazy to me. You know what I mean? Like that's so fucking cool. Well, this is the thing. He, if you go back, watch god watch any of the things that he was hosting like watch one of the first game awards i think back in like watch like 2015 dude it it's rough it's like it started very very rough um you know what i want to see when was the first year um i feel like it was 17 or 18 first year let's check it out 
So I said 2015, and I'm like, did he even start 2014? Seven, so seven years he's been doing this. So yeah, he, he's really taken the time to like make this. And man, you, you got to look at all the moving parts, all the different brand oh, deals. Oh, you yeah. got you got to reach out to so many people oh, and be like, I'm, like you said, saying, the controller, so, all these, oh, all these like people I'm, with all I these trailers it. and shit. So um, I admire, dude, for him to secure the dollars from all these companies in order to do this and get the right trailers from the right companies, get the right people in the room. It's admirable. It's good. I dig it. Back to your original question. Well, what am I playing right now? You know, you gave me shit the <laughs> other day for some poor transitioning, even though I was just really pushing on it. And you just went Whatever. from one it thing to another. Back to the original. What are we talking about here, man? <laughs> Do you want to talk about what we're playing? Do you want to talk uh, about the hype we saw? Let's... Where are you at? Okay, let's talk about what, I, what I'm playing. Still playing Crash 4. The yes. last level I was on, I died 84 times. Like actually times. just being like, like hyperbolic. No, 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 no. I died 84 times and it's a very frustrating game. It's harder than I thought it was, but it's more fun than the original. Uh, I think I'm almost done. I think I'm getting to it, but I've been watching a lot of movies and a lot of TV and like, I just haven't been putting in the same type of time that I would put into it because what I'm doing is like, I'm going to make crash. I think last no pun intended until the last of us. Yes. And then it's going to fuck. Yeah. That's, I think, yes. what I'm trying to do. Did you watch the trailer I sent you? You did, right? Oh, my God. The man. like release trailer? Yeah. Ah, they got me. They got me. Okay. I'm, do? dude, I, I booted me. it up earlier this week because I've and been doing like, the whole thing. Okay. Like, I've been buying all these indies trying to tie, bide my time, right? Mm-hmm. I did uh, Call to the Lamb. Amazing. Did Roller Drome. That game is so fucking sick. I recently got Cursed to Golf, which. Interesting. I was going to initially be like, you would find this very fun. It's a roguelike golfing game that's done in like Mario style, like side scrolling. Like it, it's mm. it's this arcadey thing. The courses change every time. It's fun as hell. It's the hardest game I have ever fucking played in my entire <laughs> life. <laughs> so I so I had to put it yeah. down, and I'm like, fuck, man. I'm I'm ripping through these indies. I'm waiting for The Last of Us. So I'm like, you know what? This is the only time I'm going to have before the PS5 version comes out. I popped in the remaster and I am test just got murked so that I'm already like a decent way through. Um, One thing I will say that game's difficulty uh, on the higher levels, at least, and all the gameplay systems, everything that goes into the actual mechanics of that game. I personally, because a lot of people don't think it does. I think it holds up tight as fuck yeah um so I. I think that too graphically you can see where the cracks are and you can see where it was a ps3 built game for mm. sure there I, I was talking to uh derek the other day and i'm like dude there are like some points in that game as i was replaying it this week that i'm like in my brain i'm like okay i'm gonna mentally recording this scene and I'm going to look back at this when the PS5 version comes because, my just God. Just take screen caps. Just t- use screen record. Well, dude, there'll be YouTube videos comparing the whole the yeah, whole two true. games. I that's true. But, I mean, okay, example one, when you first get control for the very first time of Joel, you yeah. meet up with Tess, you, you exit your apartment or whatever, and you walk to, like, go through the gate, right? The checkpoint. And then yeah. that checkpoint dude is, like, car blows up, he closed the gate, he's like, get out of here. That dude's model has always since launch day on the ps3 stood out to me as rough he just looks blocky and weird and like 
the PS4 upres made him look even weirder. I saw a glimpse of what the PS because they showed in that release trailer mm. of what he looks like. He's a completely different human being. I think they even changed his ethnicity. Like he does not look from that quick shot I saw. He is a completely yeah. different person. So now it's got me thinking like, oh fuck, okay. All what these little janky things, out. yeah, are like, man. And then as long as that's done, I'm finding, I'm playing on Grounded, by the way. I'm finding with that moment-to-moment gameplay and the exhilaration of, like, you're fucking hiding behind something and you're just getting pummeled. And you have to make those decisions of, like, I only have two bullets. Um, I have a, a, a bottle and a Molotov. <laughs> and a brick. <laughs> it's like, fu- okay, but, like, I there's three guys even if I land a headshot perfectly on two, how do I take out the third? And it's like maneuvering between the levels you start to realize in those higher difficulties, like how well planned out the level structure is and moving kind of like between these small little points, you, you jump up, you get shot and like your health pummels down to zero. You got one shot left and your adrenaline's going like immaculate. So I, I can't wait for this game comes out fucking one week from today, which is amazing. Um, so yeah, I've been doing say like all that shit, all the indies last of us, but we don't have to wait much longer because, Oh my God. Um, the end of this year looks insane and already things are getting pushed. We got all these games. They announced Hogwarts legacy being, uh, what was it? February? I think, some more games are being pushed to February. We got Callisto Protocol coming. We got God of War coming. Like, dude, it's going to be amazing. And there's the time's going to fly by. Yeah, but yeah. past then is what everyone's been curious about because we've known about all this shit for so long. And that's mm-hmm. where Gamescom came in. And man, so much of what they showed, it was a lot of like cinematic trailers. I found there wasn't a lot of like actual here's what the game is and the gameplay. But uh, still. Oh my god. I have it here in kind of the order in which they were shown. So if you want to run through these and maybe just do some back and forth on what you thought of each of these. And the one I wanted to start off with because what the fuck is everywhere? That was one of the first (laughs) big... I think it was the first game they showed off. It was. It was. What? What is it? So so here's, here's what I think. Here's what I think. The metaverse, when you think about what that is, and it's such a buzz term, it's really starting to make me angry. But the metaverse started out as like Xbox 360 lobbies, Modern Warfare 2 lobbies, was essentially the metaverse. I'm on a headset, you're on a headset, you're at home, I'm at home. We meet up in this level. Together. Yeah, that's that's the original metaverse if you really want to think about it. I mean, you could go back to AOL chat rooms and stuff, but it wasn't really the same level. Yeah, at least there you exist in a a 3D world where you can run up to the other person and fuck with them. Yeah, It's kind of what it was. Fortnite comes along, and Fortnite has now built this revenue juggernaut that does brand deals with so many different companies, some of the most obscure companies. They're doing crossovers with some of the biggest biggest pieces of IP to put characters in their game and they're generating a shit ton of revenue. And you can see it because if you look at the way Epic's earnings are going, everybody's like, what are they doing? It's like, this is what they're doing. Same with Roblox. Mm. Minecraft, sort of, but not as heavily monetized. I think this is just the next thing for that. I think Mark Zuckerberg is trying to build the on-ramp for everybody. I think this everywhere game is trying to build a world. Because I don't think anybody wants 
Facebook to build the actual place you exist in. I think everyone's gonna be cool with his headsets. I think everyone's gonna be cool with the hardware, as long as it's privacy safe. Zero people want him to build the software. After, do you see that selfie he posted is. in the metaverse Jesus. in front of the Eiffel Tower? $10 billion, dude. I don't want anything to do with that. And like, here's the thing though. He posted that, he got all kinds of shit, and then he posted another one of what's coming, and it looks fucking badass. Yeah, but don't post However, that first one. <laughs> It looks so bad. It looked However, like knees. Don't, well, dude, listen, I haven't got through it all yet, but he was on Joe Rogan for three hours. Mm. And we're t- like, I gotta have, I gotta listen to that podcast. Cause he's a fucking terrible speaker. And like, I need to hear he, guaranteed. He lets slip something to Joe Rogan. Cause Joe is one of the best interviewers period. That's why he's so popular. And I guarantee, anyways, I guarantee you something went down there, but so do you think this it's going to be like a ready player one thing. type of thing where it's like, I think so. you can go in and you're like, well, I want to just play a racing game. And there'll be yeah. some sort of free form racing game. And then, cause I they showed so. a lot, they yeah. showed a lot of racing. They showed a lot of like third yeah. person cartoony platforming nonsense. But then the ending cut to a hyper realistic thing of like what that looked like weird. a last of us, Callisto protocol, yeah. dark gritty character in space. And I'm like, what the you know, fuck? Here, and then Jeff Keeley the interviews the guy and he's like, and I'm he confused. <laughs> Can you explain to me what we just saw? And the guy said absolutely <laughs> nothing. nothing. So I'm intrigued. Here's what I but think. what the fuck? Here's what I think. I here's what I want it to be. I don't even know, know if I think this. Here's what I want it to be. I would like this platform to be a sandbox where I can jump between different AAA experiences. Because I think that'd be pretty cool. And maybe that's what it is. Like maybe in the kind of sandbox communal area where everyone is, there's your friends. Some friends are going to race. Some friends are going to play a shooter. And then you decide to go play whatever that game was we saw at the end. And you're playing that together. And it's just what, you know, all the racing down the sand dunes is that kind of sandbox lobby, so to speak. That would be sick. I don't don't think it... I don't think we're ready for something that's going to be the right treatment for what I just said, but that's where I'm hoping. Yeah. Even if they lay down the groundwork, that'll be like a 10 year something like project, it's, right? It's better than, um, it's better than nothing. And Fortnite is kind of limited. I think Fortnite needs to grow or Roblox needs to grow for it to appeal to more players. And maybe that's, well, that's the thing, right? Like everywhere. I've never had a big stake in Fortnite just because it's like cartoony um, battle Royale. And like, Battle Royale to me, I think, for for me as a player, again, this is super subjective. Uh, Warzone is like the best type of battle royale because I just I like the mechanics. I've always liked Call of Duty's like slick controls and everything. It looks beautiful. Um, whereas Fortnite, like whatever, I find it so fucking cool. They have all these brand deals, but whereas mm-hmm. everywhere you're not just doing a battle royale, it does look like it's every type of game. But then if you're spreading yourself too thin as one developer that's trying to take on all this, this isn't like Microsoft being like, like co- yeah, we are making that. everywhere. And now every first party title under Microsoft will be in one universe. That's but sick. Hey, but, but Hey, Microsoft maybe do that also. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like this is what I'm saying. I think we're at this inflection point where ideas are being drummed up and we're seeing success and we're not only are we seeing success with player adoption, we're seeing success with revenue. And I think if Microsoft or PlayStation or dude, Nintendo needs to do this. 
because Nintendo, I think, could do the cartoony version for kids. I think PlayStation could do the narrative-driven one. I think Xbox could do everything else. And I'd be cool going into three different worlds. And I'd be cool spending virtual money, depending on what it's on, if you created that shit. Yeah, what I, I think- don't want is a blocky Eiffel Tower with Mark Zuckerberg's <laughs> avatar in front of it. Yeah, I think it's honestly just now getting a glimpse into just mobile development, like never mind a AAA big studio open like, world RPG. You're like, oh God. It, it's the logistics, man. It's like now how do you coordinate um, the guys who make Forza, the guys that make Halo, the guys that make Gears of War, the guys that make fucking Fable, the guy like name all these friggin' things and now try and get them all to work together on the same it has to run on some sort of engine that communicates to one another and, and holds all this shit. So then everyone's working on new tech. Like it's, it is such a big thing it's, that it's I'm basically, I have no idea what this game is. If it is anything like we just said, I'm definitely keeping my eye on it, but uh, I don't know. I, I It piqued my interest, but it's like, that's it. <laughs> like I, <Yeah. laughs> and the rest of the world is right along with me. No one has a fucking idea what this shit is. Yeah. But uh, next up on the list was something that was a bit different. It it was a cinematic trailer and got me right into things. I was super jazzed to what I was seeing. As soon as the character turned around, I knew what franchise this was. Yeah. And then the fucking title card came up. And this was for the new Dune Awakening game. And that trailer looked so good. Cinematic. It looked like a movie. But at the very end... MMO I don't I don't like I'm not it's not that I I hate on those games it's just they're so not for me that it immediately threw my interest out but stylistically I you know I've never watched the Dune movies I know enough about the the latest one that it did really well stylistically like that whole thing with like their for the tubes in the nose and like the the way that guy was dressed the color palette obviously being in a sand world um, is super accurate to like what they're doing with the new uh, series, but MMO, I, I know. If it was anything else, I would have probably kept along watching the development and kept yeah. my eye on it. But I but you're just, just like, not, it's not for me either. It's not for me either, honestly. Uh, I, I honestly anything with high fidelity that looks like it's even got a half decent story and or half decent mechanics and gameplay, I'm gonna check out. I'm hoping we get to this point, and we were talking about this, I think, last week. I'm hoping we get to this point where I can trial every single game mm-hmm. because I really don't want to go through the headache of having to buy it just for it to be like, oh, fuck, yes, correct. MMOs are not for me. But who knows? This might be just a different spin. You well, might here, get into it. Here's the thing, though. I, I'm going to call it right now because it was such a very – it was, what, a minute and a half – like yeah. it could have been in a movie that that high level of graphics and it's just a pre-planned cinematic shot when this game actually comes out with gameplay it is not going to look like this it's going to look like uh, like well, you know fair. uh warcraft or something like that like it's there's yeah. no way it will look even <laughs> 10% as good as what you saw in that trailer it will be very yeah. like top down blocky character and like a big open world to explore of sand you think so uh, 100% name one MMO if you can name any that yeah, look amazing none yeah, of them do well hey this we're getting I'm closer I'm choosing to be positive <laughs> I'm choosing to be positive well you can keep your um, eye on it no. I'm gonna turn my back and walk away <laughs> <laughs> no more 
Uh, they okay. So next up was the DualSense Edge, the new PlayStation Five controller. What did you think about this, honestly? So so again, going back to my earlier points with all the bad transitions in the intro. Uh, I thought the fact that Jeff had this as like this is the first time. No one rumored this. No one like I, I think we knew it was coming, but we didn't know when. Um, but there wasn't like a huge amount of stuff like this was a fresh announcement PlayStation put it out there it legitimizes Jeff's show which I think is great like I was saying the actual controller itself it's not for me mm. whatever the price tag on this thing is going to be is going to be something that's gross easily whatever, 200 whatever bucks they if charge not more. you more than that more yeah. than that like it, what's an elite an Xbox elite controller 250 Two, yeah something like that like disgusting like I, I don't play games at an intensity level where I need to change the analog stick and the paddles and all that bullshit. Well, th- that was like, my whole thing, me. right? I I saw that and I was like, man, what? It's two hundred and twenty nine, by the way. So about what you said. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I think it's cool. There's a lot of people really, really into this shit. But again, for sure, like you said, not there for me. There is a market for this, not for me. But this is the thing. I was trying to really think about it because. I've said this so many times on this show, Rainbow Six Siege. It's one of my favorite games of all time, and I've played it for years. And, like, it was always a fun thing. I never got too heavy into the, like, I need to be at the top of the fucking the rank system and, like, yeah. grind out all this shit. But when me and my buddies played, it was always, like, we wanted to have fun, but you do want to win. It's not like we're going to fucking yeah. go throw a fit if we don't, but, like, you're always trying to win and do your best, and you're always trying to improve. I don't like think a better hockey stick if you're a hockey player. I, but that's what I'm saying. I don't think it would do absolute shit for me. I don't think it would but literally for, yeah. make me better in any fathomable way whatsoever. So it's know. like, I never know. I, dude, it's a fucking controller. If I got really good on <laughs> PC, like a lot of people do oh, on PlayStation, man. and I want to murder them because it's not fair as fuck to plug in a goddamn uh, mouse and keyboard to a, a console. But anyways, that's a, another conversation. Um, it's still a controller, man. What like, mm. I just don't subscribe to the whole like. Yeah, I'm gonna swap out my analogs. I'm gonna get that ten percent better aim. It's like, no, you're not. But what if? But what if on long sessions when you're playing Last of Us, going on three, four hours because you're so into it, don't you feel like your hands would be more comfortable potentially with a controller like this when you can go? No, I love the Dual Sense in terms of comfortability. You I love the Dual. I've never had fatigue. No, I. What I'm trying to get at here is like when they're selling it to people being like, this will improve your game. It's a different thing. If you look at it and you're like, Oh shit. Okay. I really like the back, um, the paddles, right? Because let's say for, um, Elden ring, uh, a lot of people play fucking crab style, which I, to me again, super subjective. I think is the most insane thing I've ever seen in my life. Have you seen this where people hold, with their thumb, like they play like a crab. Like it's it they hold the controller in the most ridiculous oh, way weird. because they're trying to circumvent a problem. Being in Dark Souls games, uh circle or X on a PlayStation, I'm trying to remember. One of those buttons is to run, but you have to hold it. And while you're doing that, you cannot you cannot look around because your right thumb is on circle or X, whatever it is. It's not on the analog. So you're in the middle of an intense battle and you're trying to make this happen, you either run or have full visibility, not both. I see. Unless you go crab claw. So that is a, that solving, is a design flaw. But that's the that's thing. Like, solving, some buttons. solving that type of thing 
100%. I think if you're really the player that plays a lot of games or like I could use extra buttons, is it worth an extra 150 bucks? I don't know. Uh, that's yeah. different. I just, there's so many people I've heard because Xbox Elite has been really the only premium controller for so long that are like, mm-hmm. no, nah, man, you got to get like all this stuff. It's going to up your game. It's going to like give you that better aim and a scuff controllers, this and that. And I'm like, I just don't believe in it in terms of like it, controller to controller. It's it's you, man. It's not the controller. Controller versus yeah, a mouse and keyboard. Fair. It's the tech. Well, it's but like it's like you know saying, what I mean. It's like saying if you put if you put a basketball that LeBron James plays with, if you give him if you give me the basketball he plays with in a game, I'm not going to be yeah. LeBron James. Like it is like that too. Uh, I this is a business move, man. This is. This is a couple of things. This is PlayStation trying to catch up to Xbox because Xbox has had this for a while. Mark my words. The next thing will be customizable colors and design lab and put put your favorite thing on here and make it super custom. That'll be the next thing. They're just they're trying to catch up. I think PlayStation sat on a very high pedestal looking down at Xbox for so many years and Xbox has blown past them in so many ways. The PlayStation's like shit. We gotta like catch up. And I think that's what this is. I think people are going to buy it. I think it'll sell well. Not for me, though. For the same reason you said. It's like, it doesn't matter what controller you give me. I'm going 0 and 31 in Warzone. Like, it is what it is. I'm just, you know what I mean? Like, my KD ratio is going to be minus 15. It is what it is. Um, Yeah, cool. Cool. They showed it off. Um, But yeah, fuck. I I, I wonder what else. I wonder what else they're going to do accessory-wise. Like, what else? I would love the the design lab 100%. Right? But I don't think they're going to do it, man. Even just your dual sense. I think the amount of effort it took for them to get those plates out, you know, the colored plates for your PS5, and they're $80 each. It's like uh, $80 for each plate, top and bottom. No, no, I think it's like it's seventy nine ninety nine to get like the whatever fucking color you want out of the four options. You know what I mean? It's like spray painted his in the driveway. (laughs) Yeah, why? Why not? That's the best way to do it. Fucking pop them off in five minutes. But like he spray painted his plates black and bought a black controller. I'm like, we had a black, we had black systems for like, I know. Yeah. I I like the white. I do. I'm just, I'm just saying that I think it took twisting their arms so hard to put out four colors of, or five colors, whatever. Same with the controller that it's going to be a longer road than having a design lab in the next month, you know? Yeah. Well, I don't think it'll be the next month, but I'm interested because when the PS five launched, it was like, you can get the camera, the fucking media remote, the headphones, uh, all these things like the 3d pulse headset was at launch. It's like, what else are they going to do? Like Sony mm-hmm. electronics released a new in zone, like $400 over ear gaming headset for PC, which I'm pretty sure you can hook up to PlayStation as well. So like Sony is already thinking about what else they can do. I just wonder what other accessories will come out for the console. If any, yeah, we'll see. Well, next up, was one that dude i'm buying this I, i'm gonna i'm just gonna pre-order it like probably right now <laughs> pre-order right now callisto protocol this oh fucking God. trailer amazing dude they, they, like everyone said it originally but it was like okay this is made from a lot of the same original creators as dead space it's going to be very dead space-esque having seen enough of the game already and then this trailer this game is just dead space 4 without the namesake it, they're removing the name. They're calling it Callisto Protocol, and it is in every single way Dead Space. So I know you haven't played this series, but everything from the little health meter on his neck 
So you don't really have a HUD, right? You don't have a bunch yeah. of shit on your screen. Everything will be in-game. Your your ammo will be on the back of your gun. The health yeah. will be on the back of your neck. Stasis. Dude, They ha- it's literally a staple of Dead Space to have that, like... Um, gravity thing where he like pulls stuff holds it and then shoots it off straight out of dead space and it works the exact same way in this game but one extra thing that they added in and i'm loving the like thought process behind everything in this he he picks up a bunch of guys and tosses them into the meat grinder right an easy way to kill a big baddie but then at one point one of the dudes across the room transforms and starts spitting acid at him and he he grabs another enemy and holds him up as a shield to block all the acid amazing and then fires it off i'm like this game is gonna be so brutal so dark oh so it's terrifying so, yeah mortal Kombat level gore like <clears throat> fuck i there there's nothing else that can get me more excited for this game uh, the mutations yeah super cool like yeah. you chop off a dude's head that's not the end of that guy yeah su- super interesting and the, yeah, the, the I, I love it man it looks really good That'll be a day one for me for sure. Yeah, the the mutations um, was also something in Dead Space, but the way that they're doing it here is way more intense. Like you said with that example, you can kind of see um, in that trailer the level to which that that last big bad like evolved into, and they're they're even saying they're bringing back the dismemberment, which again. Dead Space staple. It was never about killing your enemies. It was more about like slowing them down and chopping off slowly body parts until they're basically dead. So like this game's gonna be fucking ruthless. And like I oh, yeah, I can't sure. wait. It's fuck. Is it I know December? November? It's it's I think it's yeah, December. It's like, I think it's November. It might be December. I the thing about this game too, <clears throat> the rated M for mature, I feel like that is a rating that doesn't get put on a lot of games. And yeah. I feel like this game might have to be rated M for mature. Oh, I think the levels of gore that they've already shown, yeah, 100%. Did you know Metal Gear Solid 1 was rated M for mature? No. Isn't that weird? I mean, I'm trying to think oh, well, of some of the... a weird game. Yeah. Well, smoke, he's smoking through it. There's like, but I can't think of much else. Super weird. But I just remember when like Metal Gear Two came out and like the the posters that were in like the you go into like a, a locker yeah. and there'd be like a half naked girl and then like yeah you could smoke whenever you want you just pull out a cigarette and just have him smoke like it's not that smoking's yeah. in the game you can choose to smoke um, yeah. <laughs> and two yeah. actually had now that I think of it some really fucked up scenes so makes sense I guess in retrospect I don't know if two was M for mature I just remember specifically one was. Let's Which see. is weird. I'm actually curious. So look, maybe I'm maybe I'm misremembering. You can look it up. Maybe it's a Mandela effect type situation. But the, my point is, M for mature. I know for sure doesn't get put on a lot of games. Yeah, I'm it was wondering M. if this one will. Yeah, two two was that. I I think they all were. I'm gonna assume they all were. But anyways, yeah, it'll it'll get M, man. <laughs> if it if it doesn't, I'm gonna be disappointed because that means they're gonna like pull back a little bit, right? Pull back a little, yeah. Um, okay. The next game I had up here. I don't know if you know much about this. I don't, but it's the Lords of the Fallen. Do you remember that trailer? I don't think I remember that one. What was the trailer again? It's so hard with the name association. I put it on this because um, it looked like a Dark Souls type game. It's the one where like, you know, it's the medieval style look or whatever. And there's a bunch of 
zombie-esque things being brought back to life and then this knight wakes up and just starts slaughtering people right to some it looks like elden music. ring yes apparently yeah. this was one of the first games that had that whole like dark souls style system but it was terrible and now like they're coming back with this fucking thing i thought the trailer looked super cool it did um, yeah I don't like again. This is he falls into a, the pit. There's a bunch of skeletons as he falls yes. into the pit. It's that one, right? And he, yeah, 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 and the thing revives him and, and slowly brings him back. <clears throat> yeah. Um, again, cinematic trailer all the way through, so we didn't really see gameplay, so you don't really know what this is going to be. Is, yeah. But I want to touch on it because, like, man, that fucking formula is getting so goddamn popular. Right. Which, which for you, I mean, for me, whatever. Um, for you, I think this is like your dream. It's like, oh man, like I love Souls games. And well, I'm in, I'm interested in this one. I'm not like over head and heels in love with this thing, but the next one I was Lies of P, <laughs> the Pinocchio fucking game. Dude, I literally messaged you and I was like, I have a new game that's going to be my fucking like drop everything, play it. It's going to blow your mind. It was this game. I, like, okay, I wait, am playing this game. Do you realize though that it is a Souls like? In terms of combat, I in every way, shape, shit. and form, still gonna play. Still okay, gonna play. if it's that's gonna, your intro game, into the series, I hope it's gonna be the game that gets me into it for sure. Because mm-hmm. that is such I. It's been a long time since I've seen any type of movie, TV show, video game that is like so original. Even mm-hmm. though it's based on Pinocchio, it's like it's still it went there, man. In the steampunk era. Fucking, it's going to be, it's like Industrial Revolution, yeah. right? I believe. Yeah, yeah and anyone like, that's listening yeah. that doesn't know what we're talking about, and we're saying, you know, this game about Pinocchio, throw out everything you've ever known about Pinocchio. This, He's human. Yeah. Like, I think he's, I think he's like half human, half robot, basically. At least that's yeah. the way he appears, right? He's not this little wooden fucking toy. And it is Dark Souls all the way in terms of the yeah. combat. He is kicking serious ass. It looks like he has like magic of sorts. At least at one point he does that like electricity move. Um, the style of this game, steampunk, very bloodborne esque. So yeah. if anyone is familiar with that game, they're they're taking a lot of that really dark, like uh I don't what's the term, like Victorian style gothic yeah. thing, right? Like so, so visually good. this game looks sick. Um I wonder if it's going to go as far to do the whole Dark Souls formula of like the dying mechanic. Like you basically, as you progress through the game, you're picking up your your reward, your currency, your whatever they're going to call it. But if you die, you have to find your body to reclaim it type of thing. Because that's a big, mm-hmm. that's a really, really important mechanic to all Souls-like games. That if they remove that and just the combat is is giving me similar vibes that's cool i'm i'm still down for that yeah. but part of me really wants them to just unapologetically take that mechanic go full dark souls into this shit and give us just the sickest goddamn pinocchio game anyone's oh, ever played dude i was blown away when i saw that game and you know what i think what i'm going to do is i'm going to play this game and if it goes well it might not <laughs> but if it does then I, then i'll go back to returnal cuz then i'll have the the patience down for it. But this is going to be my entry point, man. I knew it as soon as I saw it. I'm like, I have to play this game. This game just looks so fascinating. Okay. Like for all the reasons you just said. Yeah. It'll be a test. So again, I'm hoping it just is full blown, uh, that style of game because the thing that will determine for me, 
the level to which like I fall in love with this game is the actual core combat because that's what it like so Demon Souls, Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3, fucking Elden Ring, all these games, Bloodborne, the combat is so fucking fine-tuned and intricate. There is no button mashing. It does not exist. You will die if you button mash. You have to learn the systems. And if you don't learn the systems, dead stop. You're not progressing anywhere. It yeah. forces you to be like, okay, okay, okay. Let me let me I've died a hundred times to the very, very first NPC that I approached. What's happening? Yeah. And you really have to analyze, okay, what's his move set? Okay, he strikes me three times, he takes a pause, and then big strike. Okay, I have I have a bit of an opening there. I'm gonna wait for it. Block, 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 strike. And then like you slowly progress through the game. Each enemy does something different and you just become this fucking God with your character. If they can tap into that in this game and it clicks with you, I'm telling you, if it clicks, Elden Ring will be the next game. You're going to want to play if this thing goes full tilt and you're like in love with it. Yeah. Or never again. Or ne- or never it's very likely that you pick it up and you get to the first era and you're like never again. <laughs> is it it's not from software making lies of P though, is it? No, I do I have no idea who's making this game, to be completely honest with you. Lies of P is that new Newitz I can't even say this. Newitz games. Round okay. eight studio. Maybe, it'll be, uh, maybe something different. I, I find that it sounds like we're saying Liza, L I Z A. Yeah, like P. lies. Liza. Of P. Yeah. yeah. P. Exactly. Uh, th- dude, they. I, I'm doing the research like live right now. Um, unless I'm reading this wrong, this is their first game. Ble- Ooh, that bless, could go one, or, one of two ways. Bless Unleashed 2020. I don't know what that is. Maybe their second game. I don't, but I don't know. This is not a known quantity in me. I have no idea who the studio is. Interesting. But holy fuck. I'm Visually, digging, digging it. so I'm cool. Digging it. Visually, it looks incredible. Now, if you're interested in that, what did you honestly think, not being that interested uh, you know, before, in the latest Hogwarts Legacy trailer? That's are you trying to connect those because they're both kind of the same like fantasy? No, it was just, honestly it was just situation. next. I think it came before, but next. I want it, yeah. Yeah. No, I so I think I want to give that a try. I didn't initially, uh, because I didn't know what kind of game it was gonna be. I was like, I'm tired of fucking Harry Potter. I was just too old to give a shit about Harry Potter the same level that everybody else did. When the books came out, when the movies came out, I went with you guys to watch all the movies. I read all the books, but I was like, I am not as into this as like, because you were three years younger than me. You were prime time. Same thing with Pokemon. I didn't get into Pokemon. I didn't get into Dragon Ball, really, because all three of those things were for the people that were three to five years younger than me. So I can tell by the way you say Pokemon. It's very very evident. Pokemon. Right? (laughs) Pokemon. Pokemon. Anyways. The point, the point is, it's not for me, and that's okay. Uh, however, Hogwarts does look like it's going to be a dark version of Bully. And a, or, like, yeah. it, or a dark version of like just Grand Theft Auto in the sense that it's going to be open world. You go and do jobs, so to speak, and you can explore like it's an open world. And Hogwarts is going to be this huge. Well, that rounds. that's the key, man. Secret I think me and a lot, like, a lot of fans, like regardless, like I don't. I could care less about the Harry Potter lore. First of all, this takes place way before right. Harry Potter like was ever years, conceived. Yeah. yeah. So 
I, I could care less about his storyline. I want to explore the living shit out of that world. I want there, right? because it's a wizarding hidden world, doors. I want secrets. I want hidden doors. I want passageways. Yeah. I want hatches. Yeah. I want fucking underground passages that take me to Hogsmeade. And, I want to pull a torch. Up in a pull bar. a torch and something happens. Yeah, yeah. Bookshelves that move. I just, uh, all all those fantasy <laughs> weird things as a kid where you like, what's your dream house? And you, you create this wonky fucking thing. <gasps> Speaking of that, that. Can we go on a tangent? Can we go on a tangent? Go for I it. I think I'm going to do a fucking bookcase on my office door. Oh, you're telling me that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm going to do it. Because I can't do it in the basement for the kids. Originally, I was going to have a storage area we were going to finish that the kids could play in that has a bookcase that you go behind, and it's just not going to work out. But the door to my office, you know my office at the end of the hall yeah. on my top floor? I'm going to put a bookcase there. Because so it kind of looks open? like just the end of the hall. it like a door? goes in. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so there's like kits you can buy for this. Do it. Special just hinges. Do it. Don't think about like, it. Yeah, Let's do it. I'm gonna do it. 100. I don't know when, but I'm gonna do it. Cheryl's like, mm, I don't know if I like that. I'm like, you've been overridden. This <laughs> is happening. I don't care if you like it or not. <laughs> it's all I want, man. It's all I want in real life. It's all I want in games. I just you know? want to have exactly. secret passages everywhere. I want to go around and I want to collect <laughs> three keys that are spread across all of the fucking Hogwarts world and take me 60 hours to complete. <laughs> and when I get that third key, it unlocks the chamber that I saw in the first 10 minutes of exploring that world. Because the fucking euphoria I will feel of finally unlocking that door. You know what I'm talking about? Like any Metroidvania, you start out and you just have access to everything immediately. And you're like, that looks cool. That looks cool. What's that? And you go up to that thing. And it's like, no, 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 no. You got to go do a bunch of shit. And then it literally takes you the entire game. And then you come back and unlock it. I want that in abundance. So I'm pretty excited for this game. <laughs> the trailer looked great. Yeah. It went down the whole path of if you choose to be like the dark wizard path, yeah. I guess, which is kind of cool that you can be. It's looking like you can have like a karma makes it replay type thing. Yeah. Um, and like the whole underground passage thing. Um, I, I wish there was a bit more like I just I just want a raw gameplay 20 minute uncut thing of that game here we're we're playing in hot like we're in the great hall and let's just go explore i want to see that this trailer was yeah. great but i'm still waiting for that fucking like let's go i, I think explore and shit. i think that's what's i think that's what it's gonna be but release date yeah. they did give us the release date and i'm pretty sure yeah. it's february let's see uh release date because i know you can pre-order it now February's, yeah, yeah february 10th maybe it's gonna be good all over this game i'm well, like dude it's such a great time february is such a great time to drop a game because christmas is over like january's over there's kind of like a bit of a hangover yeah well, who's got anything going on in february you know what i mean that's the best time to play games it is good but there's another great game coming out that day that we'll get to and i'm super bummed that they come out within a week of one another because fuck mm -hmm. this always happens we have such a drought always. and then it's like here's everything all at once all you once. can't afford it even yeah. if you wanted to um <laughs> Atlas Fallen. I think when I when you messaged me and I was like, where are you in the showcase? It was during this was trailer. One. Another yeah. sand world. People's fucking swords morph into giant versions and they like have hook shots and they can rewind time with sand. Um, I, I wasn't. Looks pretty cool. Yeah, I wasn't fully understanding like what type of game it's going to be. Uh, but apparently these guys were behind the surge. Um, and I'm okay. pretty sure if Surge is what I'm thinking of. Yeah, Surge was like a like a Souls-like 
like a like a hardcore beat the shit out of one another if you die like risk it all type of thing um cinematic trailer looked pretty cool i'm not a fan of desert games though yeah i was about to say it's a very specific i mean even when we've had levels like even in uh uncharted 3 yeah desert worlds I'm just I think like, a lot of people no, have that care. opinion. I don't think we're like alone in this. It's just like it's like underwater levels. Yeah, stop. just stop I, doing that. No one, no one like that. There's no color palette, and for me, that's a big thing. Yeah. So even uh, what's that other like game coming out? Forspoken. The yeah. more I see Same of idea. that game, yeah. I think it looks amazing, except for the environments. I'm just like, bro, why is everything brown? <laughs> think brown. <laughs> this is like the 2007 era of like every single game mm. came out around Modern Warfare 2, and just oh brown God, color palette. Brown. Yeah. It's just so gross. It's like it reminds me of like yeah. that PS3 360 era of like no art style. <laughs> yeah. Um but anyways, there was I watched a trailer for this one too and um I don't know what to think about it whether it's supposed to be a big game or a small game, but that Scars Above. Do you remember this trailer? Again, word association. What was the In yeah, Space? It doesn't it looks almost like plague's tale like double a like it doesn't look like a full-blown big ass game maybe a shorter experience but uh by the way i'm happy plague's tale is a game so we can finally reference what a double a game is because it's so hard to put your finger on otherwise (laughs) it's like high production value but like small ass team and you know it's not it's not quite at those levels but this game uh i don't have much to say on it just i wanted to put in here because i i thought it looked cool i want to keep my eyes on this yeah just like a space explorer game, narrative driven, like space space is like taken over. There's just a lot of space stuff. Between like, this stuff we and, didn't see in there and Summer Game Fest, there was there was too much space for my liking. I'm not I'm right? not gonna lie. Um yeah, a lot. <laughs> dude, I don't know it high on life. Dude, this was the, that the, uh, the Justin Roiland from talk. Rick and Morty. Yeah, the guns that talk. Dude, okay. I mean he he made accounting simulator plus. And that is one of the best yeah. VR games ever made, hands down. Um, he also did Trover Saves the Universe, which, again, is a VR game. You can play it without VR, too, though. And is fucking hilarious and, like, a decent game. This one is looking rough, though, and I can't put my finger on it. It's just, like, the, in the trailer, they showed a boss battle of you, like, fighting some chick in some slum, like, that. And I could not be less interested. Like, the guns talking, hilarious. I think the dialogue, just like Rick and Morty, was, like, spot on. But, like, what? Dude, he just literally ran around in a circle firing at this thing. And if you look at the health bar, I thought it was so funny. Uh, They're barely touching her. Full contact, like, you'll see, like, their little laser things hit her and, and nothing happens. Or they'll completely miss her. And, like, the health will go down or, like, the voiceover will be like, oh, we're pummeling her. And it's like... Nope, her health is still at max. You guys haven't even scraped her yet. It's yeah. it's looking rough. Uh, well, maybe that's maybe that's part of it though. Maybe it's part of like knowing him. You'll it learn could that's be. part of the comedy. It's yeah. the comedy of the guns thinking they're doing. It's like oh right shit, now. we forgot to update the health bar, and then immediately like it catches up to how much damage you actually did or something stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could see him doing that, yeah, but something uh, like that. I'm afraid it's looking rough. And speaking of rough, dude, I <laughs> I'm I'm out. I, I think this was the deciding factor. Uh, Gotham Knights, I'm not down anymore. I'm pulling out completely. <laughs> um, That's what she said. I, oh. I don't know what it is about this game, man. I just, 
there's something lacking. I can't put my finger on it, but I'm just like, this just well, looks like a worse Arkham City. What What about the trailer where you like, I'm out? I fucking hated the art design behind both uh, Robin and what's his other, what's the other Red Robin? Hood? No. Uh, oh, Nightwing. Nightwing. Why do they, why are they huge buff, like big dudes with like burly arms and like, I'm pretty sure one of them had like a shaved head if I remember correctly. Like I just, not that that's my only reason. I just, it's very off-putting. And then like I watched the combat. I'm like, okay, like again, this is exactly what we had in Arkham uh, night city asylum there's nothing different here batman's mm. absent that is a huge and, fucking thing for me well and rocksteady's not doing it i think if rocksteady was yeah. doing it i could get behind another updated montreal right? current gen yeah like if it was a current gen game that rocksteady was doing regardless of whether batman's in it i think i'd still play it i i just everything i've seen of this looks run of the mill a game that i already played on ps3 with with arkham asylum back way back when and dude same thing they didn't show at gamescom but um suicide squad it just they both look to me like they are made for co-op and as soon as you say that it's made Mm -hmm. for co-op a lot of my interest is stripped out because a lot of your features mechanics gameplay everything that goes into the loop of the game revolves around playing with someone else versus a really tight fleshed out solo experience so like everything i'm seeing here it's just okay there's a bunch of dudes in a room go beat the shit out of them go to the next room there's a bunch of dudes beat the shit out of them and like where's the nuance of like i you know the trailers we used to see for these batman games would be him like surveying a thing doing his little detective mode and then he would people would bust into the room so he would go up into the rafters and he would hide out for a bit plan his attack throw down some gadgets fucking descend from the rafters like a bat and fucking take out all these guys one by one and then shit would break loose and he'd beat the living shit out of the remainder of the people i just haven't seen anything remotely as cool in this game yet so i if it comes out it gets great reviews i'll wait for a sale and maybe get it but like this went from being like ooh, damn okay they're they're expanding the universe and doing like a whole thing with uh gotham knights cool to like i i don't care which kind of sucks it sucks like the wind was just taken out of my sails with every trailer they showed me um but where are you at because like you were you were really excited this was on your list for most excited games of 2022 it was and like because i i just thought i don't know why and they probably were banking on this marketing wise i was just like it's gonna be arkham knight but better with four different players, this is going to be amazing. And then the more we saw, to your point, the more we're just like, mm, nope. And like, it's unfortunate because Death Loop got shown way too much last year, or was it twenty twenty? Uh, you know, through twenty twenty, released year. in twenty twenty one. Yeah, right. They showed it way too much, but that game crushed it. True. This game's being shown too much, and it's like, mm, is it going to crush it? Everybody like so. Barrett Courtney, who's one of the guys on Kind of Funny, I, li- I still listen to kind of, like Kind of Funny every day, and he is like a huge Arkham fan. And if you haven't listened, he does the Arkham Files. He has a podcast like breaking down the Arkham games. He's a huge fan, and he's out. 
Oh, yeah, that's bad, man. Okay, so it's kind of like a consensus that, like, this is not looking as hot as it should. Yeah, yeah. When, like, diehard Rocksteady, diehard Arkham fan, he's like, no, this is no good. He was like Arkham Origins. He he liked Arkham Origins. He was like, "Uh, it wasn't terrible, but it's still pretty good. Like, that's how you know, you know? And I was just like, I trust this guy's opinion. Oh, that's shitty, man. (laughs) Fuck. Well, (laughs) all right. Well, the next game they showed was one that I found very interesting, but also had so many red flags, and that is Where Winds Meet. So this was the Ghost of Tsushima-looking game where you're like a samurai. Um, it looked yes. like you were in Tsushima, yes. like literally all the, the wind really, blowing yeah, and the trees, like the art style is very similar. Uh, combat looks fucking insane. Like this game looks really cool, but I swear to God the trailer was running at like 14 frames a second. And like there was yeah, some, there was, was some real weird. jarring moments where I'm like, oh this look, oh wait what? Okay yeah we're back to it. oh what was that? Okay what? like it was. I don't know if this is a, a double A trying to be a, a triple A open world thing, because uh, again, I, dude, there were so many because this is a lot of um, European studios, obviously at Gamescom, showing their stuff where. A lot of these, like, I haven't heard a lot, a lot of these companies. They don't have previous games. So where the winds meet, uh, who's making this game? Like, trailer developer, martial arts combat system. Ooh, it's in Chinese history, which is cool. Okay, nice. I've never played a game set anywhere in China, so that would be cool. Uh, I can't right. really find who the the dev is, but I I really I'm keeping my eye on this for sure because if this even looks remotely good, I want to try this shit out. Maybe not like a day one, um, but I can see this going one of two ways. I don't think just based on that one trailer, this is going to be a bad game. It looks like it's going to come out and blow the fucking socks off everybody, or it will be like a it's a pretty good game. Like, you know, like it's trek it's not to, trek yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't see it being that, you know? Like, I see it being, like, pretty good and, like, kind of middle of the road um, or fucking incredible. So, I'm, uh, yeah. I'm keeping my eyes out. But, dude, the last game, and this is what I was saying before. This game comes out February 2nd, the fucking week before Hogwarts Legacy. How could you? Dead Island you? 2, man. What, what did you think of this trailer? Because do you know anything about Dead Island? Have we ever talked about it? I do not. We've never talked Fuck. about it. I thought the trailer was fucking unbelievable. I'm like, and it was, I'm trying to think of what style it was. It was just so like the music, the pace, the just watching this character, just like fuck up zombies. That was cinematic. None of that was gameplay, right? The gameplay. They showed gameplay at the end. They did full did on. They? Yeah. They showed on full gameplay. Um, and like a, a good fucking portion of it too, to be honest with you. Um, but dude, this the first trailer for this game. Just some quick brief on why this is so hype. Twenty fourteen, they announced this game was coming out. Oh my god! And if you don't know, there's actually two games that have been released. So there was Dead Island One, and then Dead Island Riptide, which was kind of like a, it's Dead Island Two basically, but it was like an offshoot, mm. right? Um similar very similar to dying light dying light basically came in during the time when everyone was like waiting on dead island 2 like around the same couple mm-hmm. years came in and everyone was just like yo fuck dead island like 
like this yeah. is the new dead island because dead island does not have free running that is what dying light has yeah, going yeah. for it is the traversal system and we talked at length about how crazy good the free running and like you can fucking spider-man parkour across shit dead islands literally grounded like you're just guy boots on the ground regular human um but it's all melee focused you get a few guns very sparingly but it's all about what what can you pick up kind of like dead rising if you know of those games use whatever is in front of you and beat the living shit out of this just full world of zombies it's all open world you can go wherever you want um i think it's hilarious that this game is set in LA and it's called Dead Island, because um, there's nothing about LA being a fucking <laughs> island. But whatever, uh, I like the location. Um, I was saying to uh, to Derek earlier what what I'm hoping for, because it's LA. LA is so iconic, um, and you know it's going to be compared to Dying Light for sure. Dying Light had very to me boring like world design. Because they didn't need, kind of like Spider-Man, you don't need the world to be hyper-detailed at ground level. Everything mm-hmm. kind of looks the same because you're just fucking running up the wall. You're, you're, you're parachuting down. You're ziplining. You're doing all this stuff. When are you ever stopping to look at how different this street looks to this street? Exactly. So I'm hoping in this game, they did it with the first one, is everything is very, very unique. It is, it is a world that feels very lived in very detailed, very hyper realistic and all that shit. But most importantly, man, these games are fun as shit. It yeah, literally is it just super fun. Let loose. What, what What's on the ground? Oh, a pylon. Yeah. Beat the shit out of this guy with a pylon. Cause that's all you got. <laughs> and it's like, you work your way yeah. down. It's like, Oh shit. No, there's a rake on this guy's lawn. Let me fucking plunge a rake into these zombies heads. Like yeah. this, Oh, this game's going to be so good, but it comes in a fucking week before Hogwarts legacy. Like what? Why? I know. Why would you guys do that? Those are two huge titles. It's almost like they have no, it's almost like these developers have no consideration for other developers. Um, (laughs) I don't know. I I feel like a lot of times we've talked about this before. A lot of times these games get released during holiday because that is the hottest time for anything to be purchased, period. Some of these things get released as end of fiscal. So any company that has their fiscal end in March, that might be, the companies that are releasing games in February because it'll make a strong end of fiscal year. Uh, but yeah, no, it is annoying. I mean, it's not, to me, that's not consumer first, but you know, at the same time. Well, it's more just uh, like, listen, if, if <laughs> I'm trying to think of any other game, Callisto Protocol, let's say, right? December 2nd. If they release this game December 10th, whatever, something like that, I wouldn't even blink twice. I'd be like, okay, like who, who cares? Like that's, there's not a big deal yeah. there. But, dude, Hogwarts Legacy, it's not just me. Like, this is going to be one of the biggest games releasing in 2023, period. And, like, why would you... This game that, like, yeah, it's a known quantity, but, like, the player base are guys like me. Like, the younger generation doesn't know what the fuck Dead Island is. You can hype... You better market it well to them if you want them to buy it. But you're already losing out all these sales for people who are like, I only have time for Hogwarts. That's it. Yeah. Exactly. That time for one game. It's not even money, right? It's that's I got, we talk about this all the time. It is money too. We talk about this all the time. But yeah, it's like how the fuck are you supposed to split your time, yeah. your your finances? So it's, just, it's a bummer. You and I spend you and I spend a disproportionate amount of time on gaming because we love it and it's like our thing. A lot of people do not. Yeah. Amount of time. Exactly. 
that being said i will get this game like immediately after hogwarts <laughs> <laughs> like as soon as soon as i'm done hogwarts, it this out, game. dude and i told you this, so this is what drives me nuts i had not played god of war 2018 when i was doing my catch-up i was in the middle of red dead redemption 2 and i had already purchased god of war 2018 and I was like rocking back and forth like a crazy person, being like, I want to play God of War. I want to play God of War. And it made me enjoy Red Dead 2 less. Yeah. And like, that's that a real is, thing. That is bad. It's, yeah. it's a real thing. The new hotness is always in the back of my mind. Right now, I'm playing Crash 4. I'm like, make this fucking game end because it's too long, first of all, um, for what it is. Like, for, the, for how repetitive Crash is, that game's way too fucking long. <laughs> and part of it is, I think, to be fair, if I was better at it, maybe it would feel quicker. I think I'd die way too much. But, um, you know, like, I, I'm are just like... dedicated to beating thing, it? Like, are you yeah, beating man, I gotta roll credits. Oh, fuck, that's, yeah, I got to roll credits. Not 100%. I want to roll, roll credits. So my rule is I, I just try to do this in life in general, man, because uh, I know people who start stuff and never finish anything. Mm. And I'm just like, I can't. My OCD won't let me. Yeah. So... I, when I start something, unless it's bad or unless I'm just want to snap my controller, like we talk about in the intro, I will roll credits on it. So Returnal, yeah, no, I'm, I'm similar in that put regard. it down. Cause I was going to snap a controller. Um, what was the game? There was a game I put down that was bad. Do you remember which one it was? I can't remember. Oh, the first evil within was mm. to me, not fun based yeah. on just the control it's no good um i put down one of the resident evils i think it was revelations one or two mm. six something like that five maybe one of them i was just like nope um so with those few exceptions i'll roll credits so i looked it up i was getting fatigued with crash and i'm like how much is left and it's like one world with three levels in it oh shit okay and all i gotta do i don't have to do all the bonus stuff all the extra levels all the bonus like just roll credits. Just play what's in front of me, mainlining, and roll credits. Yeah. You know? Well, goddamn. That's uh, that's it. I don't know. Did you have any other games on that list? Do you want to talk about Atomic Heart while we're here? Yes. Okay, yeah. One final thing. Atomic Heart. Oh, my God. This wasn't shown at opening live, but the trailer just popped up earlier today because like gamescom is going on right like now it's like the thing where like there's a physical fucking place where all these people are and there's booths and like all this stuff going down so slowly little things will trickle out this was one of them dude this game was announced like five six years ago and i remember looking at it everyone said the same thing oh fuck it's russian bioshock yeah this is the most up-to-date trailer. <laughs> Everyone's been wondering, like, what, what is going on with this game? There's still no release date. They just released this trailer, and we're like, yo, like, here, look at this. And, like, no further info, which is so frustrating. But, oh, my God, this game looks pristine. The graphics, the smoothness, everything about the production, if they need to take their time, by all means. Take another three years if you need it. This game yeah. just, I can't get over how good it looks. Like it just visually looks absolutely bonkers and the Bioshock of it all. Yeah. It looks exactly like what Russian Bioshock would be like in that world. Let's just say they were connected and it was like the Russians like went down to rapture and pulled out all the tech for like the plasmids and shit. This looks Mm. straight up the exact same thing. Um, You watched it right before 
the show. So what did you yeah. think of just seeing that for the first time? <clears throat> I thought I thought it was great. I really enjoyed all three Bioshocks. I think I enjoyed three the most because I just liked Infinite, the aesthetic yeah. a lot better in Infinite. I, I liked Rapture, but Rapture felt very tight and very closed, obviously, because it was underwater. Um, whereas I thought Infinite was cool when you're flying around these high rails and the weird amusement parks and all that stuff. But this this looks really fucking cool. And I just I liked I liked the mechanic of like you have a weapon in one hand and a power in the other hand. Yeah. And the power does something and co- combining that with a certain weapon will be way more effective and it's about like finding out the combos that work best by enemy type. I thought that was great playing those three games. Well, I I hope I want net PS5 next gen versions of those three games. But I don't oh, think BioShock? Did you ever play yeah, the can't. DLC in Infinite? Where you go I back so. to Rapture? Yeah, I did. I okay. did play it. I was going to say, if you also missed out on that, that as like one of the biggest story revelations at the end. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Crazy. Dude, I like the enemies in this game look so fucking cool. Like, there's something about the art design in this game that is so on point to just being like, dude, it's so cool. Like, it's, it's like nothing I've ever seen before. You're fighting like a lot of robots, but they're really fucking out like out there wonky ass looking robots um the i think the the russian influence if it isn't is it in russia i want to make sure i keep calling it russian uh <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> it looks ba- offensive it looks we should very check. russian i don't know um <laughs> uh, might be hard to find right now anyways anyone who doesn't know what this game is go fucking watch the latest trailer it's called the um I think the combat trailer. Oh, it's like, it's long. It's like three minutes of just the guy kicking ass. And uh, it is worth your time. This game looks absolutely bonkers. Yeah. Atomic Heart combat trailer uh, from Gamescom 2022. This will be just based on the fucking six years of like footage I keep seeing trickle in. It'll be a day one. It's the no matter what. I'm fucking buying this. Munfish has released a new trailer for retro future 1950s Soviet Union set first person shooter. Damn. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know how you knew? I think you knew because the sickle on the statue at the beginning. Uh, the, yeah. The, the and like a lot of the yeah. art design is very, you know, just that. <laughs> like that type of like, what's what's the word? Totalitarian. Totalitarian. Is that it? Is that what I'm looking for? For like the I, I don't know, so. or like sure. some sort of leader that just I don't know dystopian Very communist. Is all those yeah, all those words. It looks all like all of words. those things wrapped yeah. into a game. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it yeah, does, yeah, it does look really cool. It does look really cool. The the whole like art piece they were doing between the two like character models jabbing each other with like unicorn horns and stuff was also interesting. It's like an interesting through line through the trailer. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I, I don't know what that's about, but I, again, dying we'll to know. See. Dying Excited to know. To know. I don't even care about that. the story. It was just like the fucking the, the gameplay of this game looks so bonkers to me. Yeah. Um, but anyways, um, I'm going to wrap it up, and I'm trying to think of the timeline here. Uh, this goes out. Fuck. Last of Us comes out in a week. So yeah. we got next show. Who knows what it'll be about? Maybe, hopefully some crazy shit happens between now and then. Um, but the show after I talked to you about potentially mm-hmm. bringing Derek back if he's free. 
and the three of us chatting about is the last of us ps5 remake worth it i want to have like a fucking deep dive nerdy ass conversation about the nitty gritty behind you know hopefully we'll have enough time with it each that'll give us a week yeah um it drops next friday i think that's the best way to do it so if we record uh next thursday yeah just under a week i think that'll be enough to just know you think next thursday we'll be able to talk about it no it releases next friday so the thursday after that oh i see okay so like you should have a good six days to squeeze in at least enough for comparison but oh dude knowing me and knowing you and knowing derek (laughs) i think all three of us will probably have most of it fucking done and dusted oh damn i'm so excited i'm gonna beat that game at least once and go straight into two if not twice and then go straight into two it's gonna be like played as a full experience yeah i'm fucking i'm jazzed but anyways that's gonna be it from us thanks to everyone for listening as always and we'll catch y'all next week The opinions, beliefs, and viewpoints on the Pixel Candy Podcast are those of the hosts and the hosts alone. The Pixel Candy Podcast does not reflect the opinions or views of either Amazon Inc. or Eastside Games Group. 